Welcome back. It is time to talk about the Dublin Racing Festival, which is on this weekend. Don McLean is with me in studio and Jane Mangan joins me on the line. We're going to have a quick run through of all of the big races. Jane, I'm going to start with you because you've just joined us. And we're going to start with the Paddy Power Irish Gold Cup, which takes place on Saturday. What should we be looking out for here? The main headline at Marie is, is Galloping the Champ. There's no doubt about it. We had the Cotswold chase at Cheltenham last week that kind of threw a few spanners in the in the Gold Cup works. Well, Galloping the Champ is the antipost favourite for the big race at Cheltenham, and he's been long antipost favourite for this race. He's the horse that was unlucky at Cheltenham last year. He made a re- reappearance over two and a half miles in the John Durkin at Punchestown, where he beat Fakir Duderiz, who's a good horse. He beat him 13 lengths. So the big question mark is the three miles and the three miles plus whether he'll stay, but he looks awesome. He's always looked awesome since he went over fences. And while Statler, Kemboy, Franco, Deport, any second now, Fury Road of the big dog are talented horses. If this guy's to win Cheltenham, you have to be winning on Saturday. Would you agree, Don? Yeah, look, he's he's a he's a very exciting horse, Marie. He's he would have been he would be unbeaten over fences if he hadn't fallen at the last, as Jane was saying in the Turner's Chase at Cheltenham last March, and. He looked very good in the John Durkin. The John Durkin chase was his first step out of novice company. He was obviously a novice last season and the John Durkin chase was the first time stepping into open waters and he took the step readily. I suppose, yeah, that, that, the, the one unknown, I guess, is about his stamina, but he won a grade one race over three miles over hurdles and he's just got so much pace. He jumps well as well for a relatively inexperienced horse over fences and, yeah, look, he's... He's a he's he's the the headline act for Saturday for sure. Like Statler ran well the last day at Tremor over a trip that's probably on the sharp side for him. He won the National Hunt Chase at Cheltenham last March, and he was giving eight pounds to Manella Indo. He ran him to a neck at Tremor last time, so he should come forward from that. But yeah, it's it's Galloping Deschamps. He's just one of the most exciting horses in training. Let's stay with Saturday and the Goffs Irish Arkle Novice Chase. Will all eyes be on appreciated, Don? Yeah, like he's a again another exciting horse of Willie Mullins, and that'll be a theme that'll run <laughs> through the weekend. Um, but appreciate it. He's a wee bit late going over fences because he just had a bit of a setback early last season, and Willie Mullins kept him over hurdles last year. He ran in the champion hurdle down the field behind Honeysuckle, but he's a supreme novices hurdle winner from two seasons ago, and his two runs over fences this season have been very very good. His jumping have, has been good. So look, he's a he's a big player. I think Banbridge is interesting against him. Joseph O'Brien's horse. He I thought he would be a horse who would be maybe stepping out in trip after he won the Martin Pipe Hurdle at Cheltenham last March. But he showed a lot of pace to win the Arkle Trial at Cheltenham in November, and he was beaten last time in the Drinmore Chase. But the ground just might have been a wee bit soft from that day, and on better ground at Leopardstown that should suit him better. But yeah, he could be the one to give appreciated most to do. Chain. I concur. I think appreciated is the supreme novices hurdle winner. And while he missed a year, uh, we only time, the only time we saw him last year was when he actually went, ran the champion hurdle at Cheltenham. Uh, he, ha- he is a point of point winner and he's taken well to fencing in these two stars that we've seen. A lot of people maybe thought that we'd see him up and trip, but the fact that they're staying at the Arkle distance suggests that he still has the pace that he showed in the Supreme. Uh, I'm interested to see Dysart Dynamo. He's a little bit of a tear away. Danny Mullins is on him. He was obviously facile when we saw him at Leopardstown over Christmas. El Fabiolo, very lightly raced horse, um, a classy novice's hurdler, and, and he did nothing wrong in his chase debut. And of course, the horse we haven't mentioned is San Roa. The horse actually won the grade one at Christmas, uh, the race that Fieldor made that bad mistake in. Fieldor will have the company of cheek pieces for the first time, a tongue strap for the first time, and of course, Davy Russell crucially as well aboard oh, yeah. while Jack Kennedy is, is away. 
And Don, what about the Nathaniel Lacey and Partners Solicitors Novice Hurdle also on Saturday? Is it Goodland the one to watch? Yeah, he probably is, Marie. It's, this is a, a pretty open race, actually. Goodland was very good last time. It was only a maiden hurdle that he won, but he won it well. That was two and a half miles. The Nathaniel Lacey race is two miles six, so he has to step out and trip. And his trainer, Barry Connell, is just having a really, really good season with his horses. Michael O'Sullivan, his rider, he's having a great season as well. Of course, it's a grade one race, so Michael O'Sullivan can't claim five pounds in it. But he's done that before. He's ridden grade, graded races before without his five pounds claim. So Goodland is an exciting horse. It's interesting, I think, that Paul Townend is riding Quai de Paris in front of Grange Clare West mm-hmm. for Willie Mullins. And Quai de Paris, was, he was a long odds on shot when he went to Tremor on New Year's Day. But it, it is interesting because Grange Clare West is a classy horse. He was beaten last time in the Grade One race at at Nace, the Lawlers, the Lawlers of Nace race, and but he was found to be a wee bit wrong after that. So I'm interested to see how he goes now uh, on a bit of a recovery mission. Sander Clegan for Paul Nolan as well. He's an exciting horse who won his maiden hurdle impressively. So it's an open race. Uh, I thought Goodland might have been a wee bit bigger than he is. He's favourite. But I think the the most interesting part is the fact that Paul Townend is on Quai de Paris. Yeah, Jane, no doubt there's a reason for that. There is, yeah. I think Grange Clare West is trying to be coughing post-race and uh, that can be indicative of, uh, obviously, a health issue. So it's not surprising that Paul Townend has maybe opted for the horse that has a little more untapped potential. I'm excited to see American Mike back in that race. We haven't seen him since November 27th when he was a bad second behind Dawn rising the Monksfield hurdle at Navan. He jumped appallingly that day. He's so much better than we've seen. And I think if we go back to his bumper form, he could be the forgotten horse in that 120 on, on Saturday. Jane, on to Sunday now in the Chanel Pharma Irish Champion Hurdle. If Honeysuckle isn't going to win, I don't want to know about it. Uh, well, if she does win, the house will come down because <laughs> I know the crowds um, are going to swarm to Leopardstown. We've, I've been listening to you guys talking about Crow Park selling out for Katie Taylor. Well, Honeysuckle has been our Katie Taylor in equine form for the last couple of years and she's only got one blot on her copybook and we've seen since she got beaten in the in the Hatton's Grace over two and a half miles. Let's just be clear, she is a two-mile specialist. She's a speedy mare. She got beaten by a horse called Tahupo, who has now gone favoured for the stairs at Cheltenham. Uh, I know Classical Dream was second, but they're two stout stairs. That was over two and a half miles on soft ground at uh, Fairy House. Maybe it's a case where we look back and say she got outstayed. She's back now, heading, trying to make it four in a row in the Irish Champion Hurdle. She faces new opposition with Stateman and Vauban. And yes, Stateman has actually been given a rating superior to her off 167 but she still receives seven pounds off him so with Rachel Blackboard board she will be the the horse that everybody will want to see and of course you know she's been she's been our star so I I think if that came up that would be the result of the weekend Don when a horse has done it a few times in a row does that matter does that come into play ah it, like the fact that she's done it before Marie three times um it's a positive because mm-hmm. she's proven over the track, proven over the distance, and I fully agree with Jane. Like the the Hatton's Grace hurdle was over two and a half miles on soft ground, and it just may be that she got to the end of her tether, given the trip on her seasonal debut as well. It was her first run since the spring, and you know people said just because she got beaten, like it was, it was going to happen. She'd won sixteen times before <laughs> that. It was her first defeat in seventeen races, which is just. What about the fairy tale? Yeah, well, the fairy tale is she bounces back mm. and wins the Irish Champion Hurdle again, wins it for the fourth time. And I think there's every chance she will because Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Brom had the boat reporter in good form. And, you know, just because she's got beaten, people have kind of 
gone off her a little bit maybe but I, I just think that there us. were excuses not us here yeah no not, <laughs> not us and Tiapu as Jane said is a very very good horse he won the Galmai hurdle next time he's very good on soft ground he's favourite for the stairs hurdle now and you know time may show that it wasn't a bad run by Honeysuckle on her seasonal debut mm-hmm. over two and a half miles on soft ground and back at Leopardstown where she's proven we know that she loves Leopardstown and the crowds like last year they applauded her out of the parade ring it never happens yeah. when she was going out onto the racetrack and then when she came back a winner and into the winner's enclosure it was just the atmosphere was phenomenal and it'd be great to see that again it would uh, Jane before we get on to the rest of Sundays I just want to finish up on Saturday because I didn't mention the Donoghue Marquis Spring Juvenile Hurdle um, will it be Willie Mullins again? It'll be Willie Mullins one, two, three, four maybe even five <laughs> he's got six of the eight runners and this is a race that's thrown up the last two Triumph Hurdle winners Colixios and Vauban have won it for the last two years Paul Townend would have had the choice but no surprises that he goes with Lossie Mouth the mare that is three from three she won the night Frank at Leopardstown over Christmas she beat Gala Marceau who reopposes, but she beat him seven lengths um, and it's it's very hard to oppose her there's a couple of horses in there like Jour de Fete Takao who was a winner at Leopardstown over Christmas um, and Gust of Wind whose first run for the yard in grade one company after coming from France Henry de Bromhead's got ascending in there who made a, pr- a promising start to his hurdle um his hurdle career when he was second to cow but it's hard to look past Lossie Mouse she is at this stage a lot of people's anti-post banker for the triumph hurdle and while I think the main uh, rival to her will come from within Blood Destiny doesn't line up here and we won't see him here so for me it's Lossie Mouse the same colours as Vauban very hard to oppose Don, let's move on to the Ladbrokes Dublin Chase Blue Lord has won six of his seven chases to date and uh, seems to be in great form as well yeah no he's, he was very good the last day Marie he, he probably maybe before he won the last day at Leopardstown over Christmas people me included were thinking he might step out and trip he could be a two and a half mile horse but he showed so much pace the last day he was very good in winning and he's a long odds on shot for the Dublin Chase again it's a, it's a fairly small field or it's going to be a fairly small field I suppose his, his main market or his main rival is his main market rival Gentleman de May and like he's been beaten in his three runs this season so far but he was so good in winning the Magal Chase at Aintree back in the spring when he beat Edwardston who had won the Arkle and he beat him well if he could bounce back to that type of form he could give Blue Lord a real race and it looks like So Royal is going to come over as well he's also like Blue Lord owned by Simon Muneer and Isaac Suede so it's good that he's coming over from Britain he's, he's 11 years old now it's hard to see that he'll beat Blue Lord but it's good that he's coming over Jane um, the Ladbrokes novice chase also on Sunday Mighty Potter the main event yeah, it'll be interesting to see him. We haven't seen him since uh, the Drinmore in November, and he he he's jumping left plenty to be desired. He showed his inexperience, but he managed to get the job done because he's such a big engine and he is so talented. But it's much not that it's much hotter water. He beat a good field in the Drinmore. He beat Banbridge and he beat Guyer de Menil. But he's going to face horses like James de Burley, an unknown quantity. He's got Guyer de Menil in there as well. Uh, again, adamantly chosen was second at Limerick. Um, and probably we could see Churchstone Warrior as well, but he is your likely favourite on the day. Uh, Davy Russ will be aboard him as well because he's Jack Kennedy's usual mount. And uh, I think he's a very talented horse. I was very impressed with what I saw at Fairy House. And if he can reproduce that, he'll be very hard to beat. And on just finally then, the Tattersalls Ireland novice hurdle, and that is on Sunday as well. Fasal Vega, the one to watch there? Yeah, like Fasal Vega, he's a son of Covega, who mm. was a remarkable mayor, won six mayor's hurdles at the Cheltenham Festival six years in a row. And Fasal Vega, like he had a big billing to live up to, given that he's her son. 
but he won his four bumpers last last season, including the champion bumpers at Cheltenham and at Punchestown. He's won his two hurdle races this season, both pretty impressively. And yeah, look, high definition is an interesting rival. He was trained by Aidan O'Brien in the flat. He won the Beresford Stakes. He finished second in the Talisman's Gold Cup, and he won on his hurdling debut at Leopardstown over Christmas. He jumped a wee bit to his right that day, so there is room for improvement in his jumping. But he's a classy horse off the flat, and if he can jump just a wee bit better than he did the last day he could get close to Facil Vega but yeah Facil Vega sets a very high standard OK uh, Jane that is all we have time for but very quickly give us one tip for the weekend uh, if Gaelic Warrior runs in the handicap I would be on him and if not I think Kean Cork taking £7 off maximum in the handicap on Saturday is a very attractive proposition and Don? Yeah, Maxim, Maxim is interesting there, all right. Um, I'd say maybe at the prices, um, Banbridge might run a wee bit better than his odds suggest. Okay, I'll make notes. Uh, Jane, Don, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to take a very quick break. We still have to talk Tom Brady.